I'm more excited to be talking to you about task management. You are going to love it. We have to accept that tech is coming into the world and we have to prepare our, our pupils for the real world. This method is really a game-changing way of invigilating, to be honest. Welcome to the Surpass Community Podcast. Hi and welcome. I hope you're all well and staying safe. Uh, so we've got um, Surpass update uh, for you. So we're talking about spring and summer releases here. Uh, so the spring release is due out in a week or so's time. Uh, we also have a webinar next week, uh, which Tom and Holly will be talking through the latest features in the uh, in the, the platform coming out. There are 16 uh, features as part of the release uh, coming up for a spring, and uh, that's the 1225 release. In there, we've got source material that can be viewed side by side. Uh, we have enhancements to the uh, item sets, and we also have save search options and um, options around um, item search, so you can save your criteria. If you haven't done it already, then I recommend you go to spass.com slash sign up to sign up for that webinar. It's going to be a really good uh, event. In looking then ahead a little bit further for the summer one, I caught up with um, Vicky from the product management team uh, to talk about um, test end of test feedback and um, uh, the uh, select from a list uh, item type. Uh, here's me talking with Vicky um, earlier this week just about these latest features. Hi, Vicky. How are you doing? Hello, Tim. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad, not too bad. So tell me, just re recap for everyone what your role is within Spass. Uh, yeah, so I'm Vicky Coble and I'm a senior product owner at BTL working on Surpass. Brilliant. And that's an award-winning team, I understand. It is indeed. <laughs> awesome. Um, so we're just going to talk quickly about some of the, the features that are coming in the summer release, aren't we? So we've got a webinar next week with Tom and Holly. They're going to be talking through the next, the kind of spring release. These are things which are intended to be released out in, in summer. So what have we got to, to see? What's coming up? Yeah, so there's a couple of interesting things coming up um, in terms of the HTML driver. Um, so the first thing that we're focusing on is um, the summary feedback at the end of a test. Um, so there's just a, a mock-up here um, which kind of gives an indication of what, what we're planning on things to look like. Um, so the first feature that we're focusing on uh, relates to the summary feedback review answers. Um, and you'll see here that there's the summary question tab um, and candidates will be able to see um, how they've performed on their questions within their test. So if they've got things correct, incorrect, a partial mark, if they haven't attempted it, if it's a human marked item, etc. Um, and the aim is they'll be able to select a question um, and then they'll be taken sort of back to their question mm. and be told how they have performed on that. So if they've got their answer correct or incorrect. Um, Will it show them if they've, um, you know, which the, the right answer is? Um, so we've made a decision or a conscious decision um, that to avoid changing anyone's processes that, that might be out there, we have um, said that you won't be able to see the correct answer if the candidate has got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, we felt that obviously with the size of item banks out there, resits, that type of thing, it's not truly a performance uh, indicator to the candidate. They could they could easily remember what the correct answer is if they have answered something incorrect. And then if they got that question again in a reset, rather than actually having the knowledge to answer it, they might have remembered yeah. from, from, the, from the test before. So um, you won't be able to see if, if you got it wrong, you won't be able to see what the correct answer is. You'll just and be told it's incorrect. Presumably that's good for anyone that has that, that's the current arrangement for them. So there'll be no change for them. 
uh, with the introduction of this um, yeah. uh, new test driver. Brilliant. Exactly. Superb. Uh, anything else on this one? Um, we're also um, looking to get in here. It's not. It's not quite in this mock, but there's also um, the ability to show or hide candidate details within this um, end of test feedback screen. Um, so we're also hoping to get that in the HTML driver as well. So if you have it at a test form setting to show candidate details in here, then the candidate's name will appear in this test feedback screen. Perfect. That's brilliant. Sounds really exciting. Looking forward to that. What else have we got? Um, and then another one for the sort of HTML driver is we are starting the conversion of the select from a list item type. Um, so you'll have the um, option for a select from a list item in your HTML subject. Um, as always, when you click on that, you'll be taken in to be able to author um, a select from a list item in a HTML subject. And subsequently, you'll also be able to deliver those items in a HTML only test. Fantastic. That looks really good. It looks really, really good. Um, and obviously, you know, all the options around stacking those alongside other question types and grouping items, all those kind of things exist down there. So you can make it a really rich and engaging um, uh, question and yeah. test can you that's yeah, perfect exactly well thank you very much for that i hope um i assume you and the team are all safe and well we are thank you yeah yeah I'll keep going. <laughs> and uh, i'll see what i can do about one of those uh these past questions for you oh yeah. perfect thank you <laughs> um like with this as ever there, there are caveats it's development in progress so um things may change but um it looks really exciting so thank you for that vicky thanks for, for joining me today no problem thank you cheers bye bye so that's just a sneak preview really there from Vicky and I really appreciated coming on and talking to me. She was really keen about one of those questions, I promise you. Um, so obviously there's going to be loads of other features coming in as part of the pass. Um, please do speak to your account manager if you want more information about it um, over and above what's coming on the webinar. The webinar is a perfect opportunity next week to ask questions uh, about those, the features which are coming out in the next release. Um, and also look out for the release email that goes out as well. So there's lots of information in there about um, some other features which are part of that. So please do check those out. Okay, so Ascentis. Uh, so Ascentis launched a new qualification very recently, Essential Digital Skills Qualification. Um, and the reason why I mentioned it again um, was because we've done a bit more of a news article on this. So please do check that out. It's on our website. If you go to spas.com slash news, uh, you can see more information about that and other uh, activities within the SPAS community. So please do uh, take a look. Um, we caught up with... Um, Francis and Graham a few weeks ago just talked about the qualification and here's just a bit more information for you from uh, Francis just about uh, how it all works. Francis, do you want to start? Just give us a bit of an overview of, of what the essential digital skills are for Ascentis. Yeah, um, so thanks for having us on. So here at Ascentis, we're delighted to announce that we have passed the off-core technical evaluation um, and we're now able to offer our brand new essential digital skills qualification. So we have them at entry three and a level one. So the reason why we've developed it is because it's estimated that 11.3 million people in the UK lack basic digital skills and that 8% of adults in the UK have no digital skills at all. So the qualification has been designed to help bring them the essential digital skills. So um, basically, the qualification covers five skill areas. So it's using devices and handling information, creating and editing, communicating, transacting, and then how to be safe and responsible online. 
Uh, that's brilliant. Thank you for that. It was a really fascinating conversation with Francis and Graham, so it's worth checking that out. And now other events which are coming up soon. Uh, we've got a webinar on the 16th of March. That's going to be with uh, Kat Owens and Andrew Andy Varley. Um, they're going to be talking about user research and inclusive testing. Um, they're also going to be presenting as part of the ATP um, uh, peas in a pod session. Uh, sorry, I forgot the name. Um, so it's worth checking the webinar out as a precursor, but it's also worth going to ATP anyway. And I've got more information about that in a second. Also worth uh, bearing in mind that we have a networking event uh, on the 3rd of March. Now, I've been looking for kind of better platforms for everyone to socialize in this kind of virtual space. And we did a brilliant job with the Remo platform as part of this past conference. Uh, but I found uh, another platform which is uh, as, as good, a little bit cheaper as well. Um, so please do check that out. So it's, it's really worth coming along just to see how people can get together. And if there's enough people there, with them, we're going to do a bit of speed uh, networking session as well. I was going to say speed dating, but not that. Um, also speaking as part of that conference, there's a conference before that, which is the, looking at the English exam system. Then we're doing the networking at one o'clock GMT uh, after that. Simon Trevors is also going to be joining us, and he's going to be joining me on a podcast coming up soon as well, just talk about formative and continuous assessment. So um, if you're not attending the uh, conference itself, Westminster Education, one on the 3rd of March, then look out for the podcast. Um, go search on your favorite podcast channel, uh, Spass Assessment Community Podcast, and you'll see that coming out soon. Um, all information there is on spass.com events if you want it. Alongside that as well, we've got the assessment awards, and I've had a few people uh, contacting us about um, which awards to go for. Um, so they really want to kind of push this past community into the awards. So um, if you want any advice or want to chat to me about it, then please do speak to me. I'm happy to kind of guide you through what I know about the awards as part of the process. So um, happy to work with you on that one. Don't forget ATP on the 27th and 29th of uh, April. Uh, alongside the presentation with Kat and Andy, there's going to be a Peas in the Pod session uh, looking at, uh, sorry, this is actual presentation, this one, um, looking at um, utilizing technology for the ultimate candidate experience. That's Steve from uh, Examity and Abby from uh, our team at SPAS. And then also this is a Peas in the Pod one, which is looking at standard setting practices. And Amanda Danis will be joined by Chris Morrison, we hope, from our team as part of that. So let's just look at some other community news, jobs uh, and information. So uh, uh, add my screen up here. There we go. So we've got um, AEA Europe. So Liam Simmonton's very kindly been posting about an upcoming webinar uh, for the e-assessment SIG that they run. Uh, now, I believe this is open to everyone. It might just be to AEA Europe members, but it's worth checking out because I'm sure you might be able to get some form of access to it. Um, seems very popular, so worth having a look at that. Um, and then congratulations to Alina for um, becoming the uh, chairperson of the board uh, for the ATP. So uh, really excited about that. She's from uh, Duolingo. Um, Peter Twining's been posting. Uh, Peter very kindly joined us at the past conference in Amsterdam a few years ago and gave a, a fantastic presentation. Peter's, uh, I'm not going to say controversial because he's only really saying what we all kind of know to be true, but it's worth checking out some of uh, Peter's work Um uh, very fortunate. The myself and Matt had a good conversation with him uh, just before he headed back out to or headed out to Australia. So I think he's relocated out there now. And then we have uh, NCFE. They've been talking or will be talking about the importance of formative assessment. So formative assessment is obviously very, very um, on the tip of everyone's tongues at the moment. So it's worth checking that out as well. Likewise, if you want any more information, go to spass.com uh, or contact me directly. Check out my. Um, 
the post for this and it'll take you to where you can see um, direct links to these uh, postings that I've just put up on here as well. So thank you very much for your time. Stay safe and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with the latest information from our Surpass community, visit Surpass.com. We'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.